When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Also, text in all your origin questions, 0457 736 736. A thousand texts are coming in, Smithy. A thousand texts. It's actually funny. <laughs> so there's a group on Facebook um, called the Punters and Dribblers. Yes. And basically now they repeat. After anything big happens, they repeat things that we say. So... For okay. example, there are a few people yelling, holy schnitz in the comment section. Um, <laughs> there was a few people going, a thousand, and uh, very interesting. Oh, this for you, Smithers. What do you think, Smithers? Just, so, just thought I'd give him a shout-out, the people listening. Also, shout-out to my postal guy that's a huge fan of the captain's run. Fan ankle. Yeah, I was outside my house today, about to walk back into the – well, not house, my unit. Back to yep. walk back into my unit, and he goes, oh – your, you know, this address. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And anyway, it wasn't even a package for me. It was for the wife. But he was like, <laughs> he was like, mate, shouldn't you be in the studio? And I was like, no, no, it's at 12 o'clock today. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll be listening. So shout out to the, the absolute legend. <laughs> the posty. The posty. Uh, now, let's talk about New South Wales Blues squad. Yep. Nico Hines at 14, Hudson Young, Tavita Pungo Jr., named to make their origin debuts. I guess, first of all, just general thoughts about the New South Wales Blues squad, Smithy? Yeah, look, it's, it's a strong team, isn't it? It's a really strong team. I, I guess the one player that you could that you could say, look, sort of the selection was from the clouds a little bit would be Pangai Jr. Um, I don't think too many people saw that one coming, but I guess, you know, Brad Fittler and his selection team would have had him on the radar for a little bit. Um, RCG obviously injured. Um, I, I think he would have been in the side if he would have continued his form before he was injured against the Broncos. But, look, it's a strong side. And you look at the back row as well, like Hudson Young and Tyson Frizzell. Those two guys have, have been fantastic. Tyson Frizzell, like we spoke to him earlier in the year, didn't we, Kempi? Yeah. Mate, see? Mate, I tell you, come the, on SCN if you want to make origin. Uh, they just play the house down <laughs> after they come on the captain's run. <laughs> you know, and, and we spoke, we actually spoke to him about, you know, his aspirations to, you know, regain that spot in the blue side and he was up for it and, and he was playing some wonderful football. So really happy to see Tyson um, in particular. I've played a little bit of football with um, Frizz and so great to see him back in that footy side. It's a well-rounded footy, t- footy team, isn't it? Mm. And if you look at, you know, with all due respect to the, the 2022 New South Wales Blues team that they picked, looking at the guys coming back in, you know, particularly Turbo and, and uh, uh, Trell Mitt, they... Um, we all know their capabilities and, yeah. and what they're about and, and playing just a little reminder for everyone, not that, not that many would have forgotten, but, you know, when those two paired in the centres for New South Wales um, only a couple of seasons ago, they absolutely terrorised Queensland. Yeah. They absolutely terrorised Queensland. They didn't even, well, particularly Turbo, he didn't even play like a centre. Mm. He was everywhere. He was playing like a fullback. He was playing like a halfback. He was playing like a front rower. Mm. He took the first carry, Kempi, in game one of that series. Oh, mate. And he, and he ran over um, Tino. Craziness. But I saw Mala Aoi. So that really set the tone for New South Wales in that series. They went on to have a huge win in that one, of course. And then in game two, wrapped it up in two games. But, you know, I, 
it's it's a strong football side, isn't it? A mm. really strong football side. And he, and when you look to the bench, um, you know Liam Martin, um, Cam Murray coming off the bench, mm. like these these guys are like, they're impressive players. When you when you starters are a little bit gassed and you, then you put those two on, yeah, they've got some arsenal. Well, their their bench is really interesting, as you said, because you've got form back rowers and Young and Frizzell, but there's an argument to be made. Their entire bench could be playing for Australia. Uh, exactly. And, which yeah. is absolutely, you know, I mean, that's incredible. It's incredible. The impact that they can have is, and I know uh, Junior Paolo played for Samoa, but he would have been selected for Australia had he been, um, I guess, put himself up for selection. Yep. But that's a, that's a tough thing to handle in origin because you get that, I know, obviously you know much better than me, but from the outside looking in, you get that initial rush but then is it who can go to that just that little bit of an extra level when fatigue kicks in? Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's it's a it's a constant test, state of origin. Mm. It's a constant test. And particularly those opening exchanges, very rarely, particularly game one, we you don't see early points. Mm. It's a it's a it's an arm wrestle. The two teams are trying to sort each other out. Um, you know, and, and trying to gain some ascendancy in, in the match, whether that be through, you know, repeat sets. You know, gaining strong field positions, starting to dominate possession, maybe, and then looking to try and find some cracks in the opposition. But you got to remember, like we're t- we're talking about thirty-four of the best players, not only in in the country but in the world mm. that that's playing that are involved in this game. So there's there's very few deficiencies when you <laughs> when you're looking across the other side of the field. There's very few deficiencies in in the opposition players' game. So it, it's it's all about persistence and patience, and sometimes it's it's really tr- trying to, you know, stay patient as long as you can to find that one little opportunity, Kempi. Mm. That one little opportunity, and, and sometimes, well, most times it, it comes through the form of, um, you know, a poor decision defensively, someone not 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 being in the correct position defensively. You know, they might leave a half a meter space for someone to run through. So that that's 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 what this game is all about. It's what makes it so special. Um and really that's that's the test particularly for these big guys. Mm. Is how far can they push themselves to be at their best before there's an opportunity for the coach to to interchange them. Now Speaking of big fellas, you've got Tavita Pangai Jr. And, you know, you have seen, you've played so many Origins, Smithy. You would have seen time and time again, a player gets brought in. And I'm not sure that uh, Freddie has named him or, or any of the assistant coaches, but the media have basically put the mantle of, you are an enforcer. Do you think that that is the reason why? Or do you think it's more his offloads, his footwork? What do you, what do you reckon his kind of role will be? Uh, a little bit, of, little bit of all of it, I think. Because he is a dangerous ball carrier, there's no doubt about that. He's a he's a big, powerful man. Uh, he's got good footwork. He has got an offload as well. Um, so there's many facets to his his game, and also he's ultra aggressive. Mm. He doesn't mind mixing it with the big boys, um, you know. But as far as <laughs> it, it, it's unfortunate in a lot of ways because you know, particularly people our age and and older, so some some sort of you know thirty and and older. We grew up watching Origin where it was it was bash bash and smash and crash footy. Yeah. And, you know, they were allowed to they were allowed to punch and they were allowed to, you know, get into scuffles and whatnot and, and the game just went on. 
Whereas now when you're talking about enforcers, you know, like is there – there's not too many ways to intimidate the opposition anymore mm. from that point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no one, no one's, no one's afraid that they're going to get punched in the face. Yeah. Because they know if someone throws a punch, well, they're gone. Mm. They, they won't be on the field any longer. They'll be, they'll be sitting down for 10 minutes in the sin bin. Yeah. So that that's that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference now when when you're talking about enforcers, well, you're talking about someone that is intimidating that they when a ball carrier gets the football, when they look up, they're like, I don't want to run at him. Mm. Or I don't want to run there. I'm gonna change my my thought process or where I where I thought I was gonna run to avoid that contact. Mm. I think that's what it's about. And 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 that that style of, of defense where you're a little bit intimidating it's got to be consistent i think you know when you look at intimidating players like you look at someone like a Payne Haas mm. you know particularly with, with the way he carries the football he's intimidating because he's hard to tackle his mm. his sheer size and you know it takes a level of commitment to stand in front of him yeah to bring him down and he's and and he's not just he's not just a one out good carry oh. He's going to have twenty five of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, he's going to have twenty five of them. Yeah, and that's just when he takes it into the line, mm. uh, when he takes it in and it actually gets tackled. But then also he's got a threat of his his offloads, his pre line passing, and all that type of stuff too. So, um, yeah, going to be interesting to see how how they use or rotate their forward pack because they've got a lot of lot of really really good individual players there. As I mentioned, you know, just a couple off the bench, Martin and and Cam Murray. Um, the most interesting one for me, though, is Nico Hines. Yeah. So, reigning M medalist, I'm just trying to figure out how he'll be used, though. Mm. Because they're not going to... Like, he's playing halfback for the Sharkies, right? Nathan Cleary won't be coming off the field. Jerome Luai won't be coming off the field. And James Tedesco won't be coming off the field. I don't know whether Api Coruscant will get a rest. I think they'll try and play him the 80. If Nico's there as cover, that's really the only place I see him playing is mm. he'll come on and play nine for a little bit or he'll he'll come on and play in the middle as an extra half, like a link man. Mm. So that's the big thing for New South Wales is how they use him, how they choose to use him. We've seen in the past when he's, when he's played for Melbourne, Craig Bellamy's actually found it hard to get him on the field mm. at times yeah. to find that, that, that role for him. But, you know, I don't think they're going to put – a player in in a side for game one without some sort of plan in place when he'll actually get on the field and, and start his role for New South Wales. I wonder if they move Luai to nine for 10 minutes either side of the half or yeah. it sounds crazy. It's a hot take. But yes. Do you, can, <laughs> do you consider putting Cleary in at nine and you give Hines the keys no. to the castle for 10 no. minutes? No. Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. Okay. I, I, Campy, I, I can't. I know we're, we're sort of trying to toss some some ideas up here and scenarios, but I I just ca- I cannot see Cleary and Luai changing roles in this footy side. Mm. It'll it'll be more around, I think, Coruscant, um getting a spell. Okay. Maybe for 10, 15 minutes. Um, if he doesn't, if he if he plays out the eighty Coruscant, Nico Hines will be used as an extra half in the middle, and yeah. he'll be asked to defend somewhere around there. Maybe, maybe he moves and defends in a back row position, maybe at four in, mm. and they move one of their back rowers into the middle just to defend. Mm. 
around the you know defend the bigger players from from Queensland, and then they they ask Nico to go back through the middle when they get the ball back. You know these these players are, you know, their quality. We we know the quality of players that they got. They can adapt. They can move certain positions in defence, and they can change positions in attack. Um, so that's that's really the one for me, which will be interesting to see how they actually they, the game plays out, the role that Nico Hines plays. Yeah, I, I think just quickly back to TPJ, I, it's, I'm really, really intrigued to see how they use him in regards to minutes. Yeah. You know, because when you look at that bench, you go, okay, it seems, it seems as though Freddie has gone, and this is outside looking in. Yeah. He's gone big boys to start the game, and then once the momentum gets going, real quick through the middle, quick play the balls, just high speed, high speed, high speed, because I can't see Tavita Pangai playing for longer than – 15 stretching at 20 minute stints. Oh, yep. I mean, maybe he could, maybe he does have that in him. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I yeah. personally, origin is so quick. Yeah. And there'll be, there'll be a plan in place, of course, mm. right. For when they'd like to sub him out, but things can change on the run. You know, what if New South Wales don't have much ball in the first 15 minutes and, and Tavita Pangai Jr.'s asked to make a lot of tackles. Yeah. He might be gone after 12 or 15. Yeah. But then, other side of the coin, what if the shoe like the shoes on the other foot? Queensland don't see much footy. He might he might spend twenty five minutes on the field. Mm. You know, it it just it just depends. But but there's no doubt. You know, Brad Fittler and his uh, his coaching staff they'll they'll have a, a system in place. A, I guess a you know something a plan for their rotations on when they'd like to see those players come on. But there's no doubt that when you look at their bench, as I just spoke about before. It's it's leg speed, it's mobility, um, and it's quality. Mm. So I think they'll they'll try and get those players as much time as possible off the bench. That uh, we're going to head to a break, but before we head to the break, hey boys, can I get a shout out for my dad, Jason, whose fiftieth birthday it is? He's a huge fan of the U Smithy, and it would make his day. Cheers, legend. Uh, good on you, Jace. There you go, Happy Jace. 50th, mate. Enjoy ha- it. Happy 50th, mate. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we are going to talk about best hands thanks to Schnitz.